Dog training is an evolving sport. New concepts, new methods become available all the time. Ten years ago, I produced a DVD that encouraged handlers to run with their dogs after they released the tug. Carrying the tug and then taking the dog into your arms was an accepted method of training back then. While this method still works with a very specific type of dog, we believe there are more effective ways to produce a trained dog. The video footage in this clip is from a DVD that I'm almost finished producing. It's titled The Power of Playing Tug with Your Dog. The production part will be finished next week. Then we just have to send it off to get it pressed. Okay, so pause for a sec. Um, so does he have an out? Does he let go? Yeah. Okay, so just go ahead and out him and then we'll just let him hang out there for a sec. Okay. Alright, so we'll start with a couple things. So the dog is playing relatively well, right? So the dog likes to play, like holding onto the tug likes that part of it. It's good. Uh, a couple things. One, the, the tug is way too big, right? So the, and not that kind of tug's perfect, right? The reason is, don't start playing with a toy, if you can help it, don't start playing with a toy that you won't be able to use as an obedience reward later on. Like walking around trying to stick that thing down the back of your pants, not possible, right? You're gonna be sticking out everywhere, really difficult reward. So try, we control what toys the dog starts to wanna play with. So what I do is it doesn't matter, like if your dog has a favorite toy or I have an older dog that's obsessed with a certain toy, Sure, I could make my dog crazy about a jolly ball or a traffic cone or something like that. The problem is those things are terrible for me to try to carry around as an obedience reward. So try to use a toy that's going to make a functional obedience reward later on, meaning I can easily slide it in my pocket, I can grab it, I can hold on to it, I can control it. It's a nice size, easy for me to hide on my body. That makes a lot of the stuff easier. The other thing is, what we want to do, and you were doing a bit of it, is when we tug with the dog, we want to let the dog have the toy, but immediately encourage the dog to come straight back to us with the toy to play again. Don't let the dog possess the toy. Like, don't reward the dog by letting him carry it around and then stopping and having him hold it, because what you're doing by there is you're increasing the dog's possession of the item. And then it becomes more about having the item than playing with you. So later on, when we want to keep the dog engaged in us and do healing things or get the dog to bring things back to us, 
they start to like to get things and keep them themselves. And so what you want to do is the toy is only useful as a way to play with me. Remember, the play here is an interaction between the handler and the dog. The toy is sort of incidental. We happen to be playing with that, but it's you and me, baby. So what you're going to do is you're going to tug with the dog. When you let the dog have the tug, immediately back up like this. Come on, come on, come on. The dog comes towards you. Mark it. Yes. Reach down, grab it, tug, let the dog have it. Bring Until what I'd, the behavior I'd like to see in the dog, when you let the dog have the toy, they punch you with it. They don't try to take it and walk around with it. They go... Come on, play with me. Uh, right? They, they're right here. So if I were to give my, if I were to play tug with my dog and then let my dog have the toy right here, he'd punch me in the stomach with it. He wouldn't go like, oh look, I've got my toy and prayed around me in a circle. Okay. I'd, if I give it to him, he's going to start beating me with it, going like, come on, play, play. The thing about that is, when we go to retrieving and everything else, the dog wants to get back and engage with you. The reward is the play with you. It's not the object itself. So do I ever release the toy to him? Yeah, sure, absolutely. But as soon as you do, come on, come on. Like, don't just give it to them and then walk around with them and let them have it. I give it to them, and as soon as I give it to them, I go, come on, come on. They come towards me. Yeah. We tug again. I let them have it. Come on, come on. Boom. Right? Until every time I let them have it, they don't try to go anywhere. They push it back at me. And then once I've got that, I can start to toss the toy a little bit. So if I can play tug with my dog and let them have the, we call this basically back chaining. So what we're doing is we're, call, we're back chaining a retrieve, a get the dog to bring something to us, off the play with us. So back chaining is a concept where we start at the end part of a, a behavior chain and make that the most rewarding part and then work backwards through the chain of behaviors. So when we retrieve, if I'm gonna, if my dog's gonna retrieve, the finished retrieve looks like I throw something, my dog runs out, grabs it, comes back and gives it to me. That's my dog retrieving, right? And most dogs love to chase things. So I throw something, yay, I wanna chase it. They get it and then I say, no, you gotta bring it back to me. And they bring it back to me and I take it away from them and they're like, I don't want to bring it back to you. I want to keep it, right? And we all have problems getting the dog to come back fast with something. So what we do is we back chain. We make the end part of the chain the most valuable. So we tug with the dog. I let the dog have the toy. I ask him to bring it one foot towards me. Tug, tug, tug. He gets it. Come on, come on. He takes one step towards me. Yes, we tug again. And pretty soon, what I look for, I tug with my dog. I let him have the toy, and he shoves it right back at me. As soon as he's doing that, now I'll throw it for him. So now I out him off the toy, and I throw it three feet. Just like that. He snatches it, what does he do? He spins right around and shoves it back at me. He doesn't try to run around with it. He snatches it, spins around, and goes, come on, play with me. And now I get this dog that wants to get the item, but when he gets the item, what does he want to do? He wants to get back to me as fast as possible because this is where the game is. And that'll make really nice retrieves. It makes everything easier. I can heal with my dog, throw the toy, he'll snatch it, he'll spin right back around and shove it into my hands and we'll play tug. So that will carry over to our retrieving, but it also makes it much easier to reward the dog with you for behaviors like healing. I want the dog to be here with me. So if the reward is here with me, instead of, ooh, yeah, I got my object, let me parade around with it, then it makes the interaction with me more valuable. So try to not let him carry it and not let him hold it so much, right? There's a, and lots of people have the dog holding the toy and they're petting him. It's a, it's a carryover bite work thing, right? So in protection work, we have the dog sometimes hold and carry the equipment, for certain kinds of dogs that are too serious, right? So lots of people, um, oh, the stress relief thing. yeah, so lots of people uh, see the dogs in protection, carrying and holding the equipment, and that is a technique for a very specific kind of dog, right? And in the play, 
you're not going to affect the dog's protection. How you play with your dog here is not going to have anything to do with what the dog's going to do when they're in protection state of mind and bite. So lots of people do what you're doing now because they think it'll help the dog's protection, right? They have them walk around with the toy. They have them, they pet them while the dog holds the toy. All the stuff that we would do with a certain kind of dog in protection, but don't worry about it. Make it about the play between the two of you. The other thing is, if the dog's playing well, don't have such crazy long tug sessions. Like, play, let them have it, back to you, play, let them have it, play, back to you, play, let them have it, out, play again, out, play again, keep them short. One, you'll get more energy from the dog, they won't have expended all his energy in this big long 45 second long tongue session, so that you can start putting some of that energy into behaviors, which is what we're going to want him to do. But then, also you make more intensity for getting the toy back again, right? So, and it'll make your outs better. Like, so you saw when you wanted him to out, he said, uh-uh, and he shook and yanked and ripped it out of your hand. Right? So instead, when you say out, he should go, come on, give it back to me. Right? So we'll play with him one more time. So the other thing is, stop, pause for a sec. What I'm going to do is, remember, we want to make the dog go through us to get to something he wants. So when I, every time I start a session with my dog, I already have whatever the rewards are hidden on my body. So I would hide the toy under my shirt, I'd bring my dog out, and I'd go, hey, buddy, you ready? And my dog looks at me like, what? And, he looks up, and as soon as he looks up at me, I say, yes. Boom, and magically the toy appears, and we start playing. So he went through me to make something come out, right? I don't come out, and my dog's not looking at me, and pull out the toy and wave at his face and then start playing. I get him to look at me to make the toy come out. And then what will happen is, as you do that, every time you go to the park or go someplace to play with him, you do the same thing. And then what's going to happen is you're going to start stepping out, and you'll go, you ready, buddy? And he's going to be, like, locked onto you. He's going to go, all right, I know what this means. And he doesn't have to see the toy at all. And as his obedience progresses, you simply say, you ready? Heal. He has to come in to heal. You heal a few steps, then you release him in play. So what he's doing is he's initiating the, uh, the focus on you. And you go to a lot of different places and play with him, but you start the sessions like that. So in order to play with me, you've got to pay attention to me first.